Oh my god, hi. So, I'm Steph, I am 17 and I've been wanting to do a podcast for ages. So, welcome to Fuck I Did That. Um, my name is Steph, yeah, and I have asked people on Instagram to ask me questions. I have an Instagram which is at Steph Marie, but the Marie has three eyes and two E's. And my TikTok is Steph is Lonely. So if you're actually listening, if anyone is, feel free to follow me. Um, yeah, I thought I'd answer some of the questions that people gave me just so I could like lay myself out a bit in this first episode. So the first question is, what are my astrological signs? Um, I have a son of Gemini, but I promise I'm not two-faced. At least I try not to be. Um, my Mercury is in Taurus, and my rising is Aquarius. So, you know, quite a, quite a range, but yeah. And also, apparently I'm quite compatible with Aquarius. So that's amazing. I'm compatible with myself. I love that, you know? Uh, someone's asked if I've ever met anybody famous. Hugh Grant was at an airport I was at once. That was fun. Uh, other than that, no. But if I could meet someone famous, it would definitely be Andy Samberg or Jackson Rothbaum. He plays Jasper in Twilight. I love him. Um, I love Twilight. Iconic. And Andy Samberg is in a lot. But for me, my favourite, Jake in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. My favourite show ever. So someone asked what my favourite colour is. Because apparently I seem like a pink kind of girl. I like pink, don't get me wrong. I went through that phase for a while. Where I was like, I hate pink. But I didn't actually hate pink. I was just being bullied for being girly. I was being bullied for being a lot of different things that people for some reason didn't like. So I was like, oh, I hate pink. I don't hate pink at all. I hated the fact that my room was pink for years because my dad refused to paint it. But I don't hate pink. But my favorite color is yellow. I love yellow so much. And honestly, my biggest regret right now is that I have an iPhone 11 where I could have gotten a yellow phone and I didn't. I got a white phone and I still don't know why, but here we are. The next question is what my favourite food is. Definitely pasta. Definitely. I feel like I'm being like really boring right now. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, my favourite food is definitely pasta. Someone asked if I'm dating anyone. Um, that's personal. I'm not going to answer that question. Um, I like to keep relationships just to myself really and to my friends because I feel like quite often when people live like really public relationships... Even people like me who are just like normal everyday people, they live public relationships and then the relationship goes wrong and everyone feels like they're entitled to know the details and they're not. And so even though it's not like I'm famous or anything, not even slightly, I'm just a normal person, but whether I am or not, and also when I say I'm single, people seem to think, oh, that means I have a shot with her when you don't. I'm perfectly happy by myself. And I'm really picky with people. I like to choose who I go after. It's really weird. Like a guy could come after me and he could be so attractive and so nice. But if I didn't choose him, I wouldn't be into him. 
Whereas if I go after someone and they clearly don't want anything to do with me, that turns me on even more. And I don't know why. It's like, yes, toxicity stuff. Go you. Someone asked me if I'm a feminist. Definitely. I am 100% a feminist. I am so sick of people telling me that I'm too much and I'm the bad side of feminism. But that's because I'm calling out things that they're not seeing or they're too scared to call out. Like, we're not going to get anywhere if you sit there in silence and don't call it out. If you know deep down, if you're thinking, wow, is that actually sexist? And telling yourself that you're being too dramatic. No, it is sexist and you need to call it out. You can't sit there complicit, you have to call it out. And that's what I do. And a lot of people don't like me because of it. Especially guys. But the thing is, I don't care really it's got to the point now where i just i'd rather be doing right by myself and right by the world than being a people pleaser and i genuinely feel that the best way for me to live my life is for me to protect women i honestly feel like a lot of girls say that they're not feminists because they don't like the community and the stigma around it but honestly, that's in my eyes ridiculous because you wouldn't have your vote without feminists and feminists who got you your vote were radical and threw themselves in front of horses for you. So, you know, I just feel like it's so, feminism is so important still now. Sexism still exists, but this is going to be a mostly feminist podcast and so there will be a lot of that within it. Someone asked if I'm scared of spiders. So random. No, I love spiders. They're so cute. Absolutely adore them. Someone commented on a TikTok and tagged me in it going, I bet you're the type of person to be scared of spiders. And I was like, what? So random and so not true, but whatever. And it wasn't even someone that I knew. I was like really confused. I've got to be honest. I was lost. I was a bit like, where did that come from? Who are you? But yeah, whatever. Um, what's my favourite book and movie? Uh, well, my favourite books, plural, I love to read. Um, I'd say Women Don't Owe You Pretty by Florence Gibbon. The Count of Monte Cristo. Uh, Picture of Dorian Gray. And The Lunar Chronicles. So the Lunar Chronicles are like my favourite modern type book because there's like five, there's Cinder, Scarlet, Crest, Fairest and Winter. Oh no, there's six, there's Stars Above as well. Stars Above is more of a, like an extra book which just fills in some gaps and gives you more of a background to the story as well as what everyone's getting on with in their life. It's sort of like a sci-fi version of like fairy tales, like Cinder is Cinderella but she doesn't know she's a princess when I most of the book and she's a cyborg which is kind of fun and there's a plague it's, it's a good book and Scarlet is Red Riding Hood except she falls in love with the wolf Cress is Rapunzel and she lives on the moon but she doesn't live on the moon she lives in a satellite and Winter is Snow White Ferris is just another book that sort of fills in some gaps, but it's still like one big book, whereas Stars Above has like loads of mini stories in it. It's a really good series, I'd really recommend it. 
Um, as for like a picture of Dorian Gray and The Count of Monte Cristo, they're both classics, of course. They're both really good books, in my opinion. I love reading a good classic. I love them. I have piles and piles on my floor. I love them to pieces. Would definitely recommend getting into some classics. I love them. And for Women Don't Know You Pretty, that's like my fav favourite piece of feminist literature. Oh my God, I can't talk. This is going to be so embarrassing to post because I don't know how to edit it. Fun. Um, I used to like Tridera's book as well, but since everything that happened, I felt like, not that I had to choose a side, but it felt bad to support both because even though it's not my business, one of them is in the wrong. That's the thing. One of them is in the wrong. And from what I've heard and seen online, it started off with, I was like, yeah, Tridera is in the right here. Because at first she was just asking for Florence to acknowledge that she'd copied the ideas. But then it just turned into an excuse for a money grab where she was like, I want all this money. And I was like, no, that's wrong. This is bullying. This is literal harassment. And so I still have Tridera's book, it's on my floor. But I much prefer Women Don't Know You Pretty because I just feel like Florence is so pure and it felt more genuine. I feel like some books, as you're reading through them, they have a vibe to them, especially books like that, which are personal experience. And I'm not saying that Tridera isn't genuine. I'm just saying that when I read Tridera's book, I felt disconnected, whereas I felt like I connected far more with Florence. And maybe that's because I'm white, maybe it's not. It probably is a race thing that I'm just not seeing, but I felt more connected reading Florence's books. I feel more connected when I'm scrolling through our Instagram feed. I just prefer her. And I do have to think, is that a racial microaggression? And I do always think about that. Do I actually prefer Florence or is it because she's white? But until I can properly work that out, which I think about every day, I'm always challenging myself. Until I can properly unpack that fully, I do prefer Florence. And unless I can get someone to explain to me what that could be in racial microaggression, because I've researched what it could be, I've thought about it and I've unpacked it as much as I can, but I still don't see it as Tridera's race causing the issue. It's just I prefer Florence's form of writing. And for me, I think that's fair enough. But obviously, other people might have different opinions, and I respect that, especially BIPOC. And again, I respect that. But for me, Florence. And back to the question, my favourite movie is Twilight. I love Twilight so much. It's such, it's such a bad franchise, but it's also so good. Franchise, like the acting and everything about it is terrible. But what I do love about it is how they portray the relationships between high school students. Like it's just so real and so authentic. Like there are several scenes that stand out to me. They're both in the first movie actually, which was genuinely my favorite one because it was directed by, I can't remember her name, but she was an amazing director and she directed it as an indie chick flick, not chick flick, but indie movie not realizing how big the twilight franchise was going to become and she then got kicked off 
the other two movies because she was a woman she got bullied off by the directors which I find so deeply wrong but the first movie was so much better especially with the blue tinge it really just made the movie for me a lot of people don't like it but I love it anyway there was one scene with look Bella it's a worm and Eric was waving a stick with a worm on the end at Bella and Bella was clearly like what the fuck but it was a scene that I really felt captured teenage boys and their characters and another scene was also Eric acting like a complete utter weirdo they're all sitting at a table and Eric keeps going la push baby la push and everyone's laughing everyone's pissing about and Bella's like I'll go if you stop calling it the push like in that way that la push baby I can't remember the exact words but it was just so accurate like just how teenagers act and I really enjoyed it I just really enjoy how well it portrays it and it's a fucking supernatural film it's not even like a film or tv series about high schoolers it's about a bunch of fucking vampires honestly and another thing about Twilight I'm team Rosalie or team Jasper like Edward fit and I love Robert Pattinson, but very controlling character. And Jacob was just off his nut his whole time. So angry, so controlling. Really thought it was all lit, but I'm just like, no, she didn't choose you. Take no as an answer. No means no. Also, something I found about Twilight. I'm sorry, I'm really babbling on about Twilight. This is not just a Twilight podcast, everyone. Get used to it. Um, something about Twilight is that it gave some really bad messages to like younger audiences such as Bella kept putting across that if a relationship wasn't forever then it meant nothing which isn't true relationships always mean something even if a relationship means nothing to you it still would have meant something or you wouldn't have been in it that's the thing even if you didn't care about it it still would have meant something to you and it still would have been important and it still would have been worth it, whereas Bella and Edward's claim seemed to be, if we can't be together forever, what's the point? It isn't worth it. Like, I see their point if they're not going to be together long term, what's the point? Like, I do believe in long term relationships. But Bella's stance on it was that she wanted forever, and Edward was willing to leave her as a human and live out her days with him. So she'd grow up and go through life with him who wouldn't age. Which for me is better. Edward had a much healthier stance on it, whereas Bella was just ungrateful and wanted more. And yeah, she did get what she wanted and she probably wasn't meant to be a vampire or whatever. And again, it is just a book and a movie. But I do feel like it just gave some bad messages for like younger people who then were probably thinking that their relationships with other people meant nothing because they broke up, which isn't true, if that makes sense. Someone asked me, do I skate? Yes, I have a skateboard and a longboard, and I love skating down hills. Like, it's so dangerous, I keep cutting myself, I keep getting injured, but it's just so fun. Especially where I live, there's like loads of steep hills, and I just throw down my board and skate down. Who's my favourite YouTuber? Emma Chamberlain. I love Emma. Emma. She's 
an absolute babe. I adore her. She's so fun. And like her friends as well, Amanda Pavilliard and Olivia Roy. I love them so much. I also love Adeline Morin. She's so cute. I adore her. Are you a witch? Yes, I am an eclectic pagan Wiccan witch, whatever you want to call it. I, I don't know, I just do what's right for me. It's really important to me. It makes my mental health so much better. And I genuinely believe that I am in control of my life. I am so in control and everything in my life I manifest into it in one way or another. If I didn't want something in my life, I could just get rid of it because I script my own life, I script everything. And it's allowed me to see my past lives with something called a past life regression. Crystals have really helped me get through some really rough spots in my life. And so has manifestation. And shadow work has really helped me. And for a while it was really dark and it really crushed my mental health. But once I came up the other side and I'd really unpacked a lot of my trauma, I was a lot better because I fully understood myself. And there's always new shadow work to be doing, always. And I'm always doing more just to keep up to date with who I am. But honestly, it's such a nice path. And what I love about it is that everyone's path into paganism and witchcraft is different. And that's so amazing to me that no one will ever have the exact same experience. It's not like Catholicism, which I grew up into. I was born a Catholic. I was brought up that way where again not everyone is going to have the same path but everyone has the same initiation like they have a christening a communion confirmation everything like that though i never had a confirmation because i didn't want one and my parents didn't make me but everyone has like the same initiation whereas in witchcraft there are so many different paths and then so many different paths within those paths and there's so many different ways to practice and it's just so amazing to me how beautiful it is. And it's just such a nice place for me to be in. Someone asked me to rate my first kiss. Two out of 10. There was literal slobber coming from my lips. I would rate it as zero, but the guy told me that I was the best kiss he'd ever had and then harassed me for like two years, which that is bad, I didn't want him harassing me, but it really went to my ego that after my first kiss, I was still an amazing kisser, and I've been told by every guy since I was a really good kisser, so, you know, very happy with that. And they also asked me to rate my first time, which is a bit of a sticky subject, because for legal reasons, I'm not going to answer that, I'm just gonna say it wasn't great, it was very painful, and, Please make sure you only have sex when you are ready. Someone asked me what my worst habit is and I think it would be biting my nails because I have no nails. Okay. Do I want children? Um, no. I don't know why I had to hesitate for that. I do not want kids, ever. My parents have a bad habit of telling me that when I find the right person, I want kids and that could change when I grow up. But if I find the right person, they also want, they also won't want children because I'll be the right person and that will be perfect and that's what I want, you know? But maybe I will never find the right person because maybe the right person's me, you know? Deep, 
but I don't need anyone else and I'm absolutely fine with that. And someone asked me, do I smoke or do drugs? And the answer is no. My ex did and he kind of broke me in a bit, but I hated it. Like really, done it once, never again. Okay, what does my best friend listen to Snapchat look like? So I've got someone called Phoebe, who is iconic. I became friends with her because she dated someone else in the same group that I dated in. But then me and this guy broke up and her and her boy broke up. And her ex was so toxic. I'm not really going to get into it because it's not my business. But that is the fact of the matter. So was mine, but in different ways. But the issue with mine is that his parents were really generous. Like, when I say generous, I mean you don't even you don't have any idea just how generous and he always acted as if that generosity was coming from him when it really wasn't none of his money was his all of his money came from his parents he didn't have a job or any responsibility his parents gave him so much money which he wasted on drugs and wasn't even slightly grateful for he not once thanked them for the money that he got from them and which i found ridiculous to be honest and he'd get mad at me for thanking them for dinner. But I was in the house. They were feeding me. They were letting me stay over. They were letting me eat what I wanted. His dad was buying me orange juice. Like, every time I went over, they'd buy orange juice. Because they knew I liked it. Like, I was so grateful for everything that his parents did for me. They took me on holiday, like, twice. We were only together for eight months. So... Honestly, I was so grateful, but this boy passed off everything that his parents did as what he did and then gaslighted me into staying with him. And it was really uncomfortable uncomfortable for me to then break up with him. I really need to learn how to edit so I can edit this out, like me not being able to speak. But honestly, I can't believe I've just gotten into relationships. But to be honest, we've broken up and it was like really in the past. But what really hit the spot was when he told everyone that I cheated on him, which wasn't wasn't right. And he said some really nasty other things. He was really misogynistic, despite claiming that he was a feminist. He genuinely just said he was a feminist for clout and claimed that he was. But when it actually came down to it, when I was actually facing issues, once he told me that I need to stop playing victim, just because I told him that he doesn't understand how hard it is to not be able to like go home on my own when it's dark, which makes it hard for me to go to parties because he'd always go out partying and go out with his mates and then I'd be invited sometimes and I wouldn't be able to go because I would end up stuck stranded somewhere in the dark in a really dodgy part of town because it I'm alone and... I don't want to be left alone in a dodgy part of town, stranded in the dark. Why would I want that? I'll just get raped. And he didn't understand that. And then he told me that I was playing the victim when I really wasn't. I was just explaining to him that he didn't understand how difficult that could be. And another time when I got groped on a train, didn't tell him. He got pissed off that I didn't tell him. And told me to end the call and before he said something really misogynistic. And I just found that really out of order because I was like, if you're a feminist, why would you be saying something misogynistic anyway? He was just nasty. But it's really hard for me to say that because it seems really mean. People are always like, but I swear he took you on holiday. 
No, his parents took me on holiday. He didn't. He was, and that whole holiday, he was nasty to me. He made me not want to be there. He was so nasty to me and horrible to me and just everything throughout that entire holiday. And the thing was, he knew that I'd been physically abused in a previous like long-term relationship. So he basically knew that as long as he wasn't being physically abusive or assaulting me, like sexually or physically, whatever, he could emotionally abuse me as much as he wanted and I wouldn't do anything about it because I wouldn't see it. I'd be like, well, he's not laying a hand on me. So what's the problem? Like, like Jade West said in Victorious, what's the prob, dog? I love that so much. Honestly, I can't believe I just talked about that for like so long. <laughs> Tea. Okay. Do you ship any TikTokers? Oh my God. I love TikTokers. Like people are always hating on them and I don't know why. Like, yeah, some of them do sketchy things. Like Tony Lopez can just go to hell. In all honesty, he is disgusting. I don't know enough about the Andreas Lopez issue. Sometimes I wonder if he's just being brought down because his brother is. I don't know. I listened to the video, but I couldn't actually hear anything. So I'm just going to not really pass an opinion on that because I don't know anything about it. But Tony Lopez is a disgusting man. Honestly, I genuinely feel like YouTubers initiation. Like, oh my God, you've got a million subscribers here. Harass an underage girl or just anyone famous or just anyone famous once they reach a certain milestone they have to initiate themselves into it by doing something really fucked up um right i know that's not really about shipping but i just thought i'd share that opinion which i have like a lot of opinions on all of them most of them positive i really love dixie and noah together i love dixie honestly she got so much unwarranted hate and for what for being charlie's sister um, you can't really choose your genes. I wish I could, but she does have so much less hate. Like, she knows that Charlie got her famous, but she's now working on her own stuff. She's working on her music and her fashion. And people are mad at her for working with Vogue because apparently Vogue is stooping low. But how? Dixie is actually really into fashion, and Dixie is her own person. Dixie isn't really on TikTok as often anymore. She posts like once or twice a week. She got famous off TikTok, but she's not really on there anymore. Like, I don't really see the problem. And her and Noah are honestly the cutest couple. Like, I honestly think their relationship is one of the most, uh, the most adorable things ever. I don't really know anything about Noah at all. Like, I can't really comment on him. Because I just don't know anything about him. But for Dixie, I genuinely think that people just hate on her for no reason. Like, her music... For instance, a comment she made about not wanting to go to college because of the frat party issue. One, that was probably a fake reason, because she has no reason to share her reasonings for not going to college with the internet. That's her personal business. If she doesn't want to go to college, she's under no obligation to share that. That's her decision. She owes nobody any explanation for that. Not even her parents, not Charlie. Nobody. That is her choice. And... Even though I don't think that's a real reason why she didn't go, it's still a valid reason for her. If she wants to make that a reason, then that's valid. And say I have music out, say I could sing and I have music out 
and then I went to a frat party and they played it. Even if I was in love with that music and it was played at a party or that, I'd be mortified. I'm not being funny, I would. And that's completely okay. And the fact that people are saying, oh, she'd be embarrassed if her songs were played, shows that she knows their shit. It's just completely unfair. Like, no, maybe you don't want to be, I don't know, the centre of attention. Or you don't want to be at a party where people are listening to your music. It's just uncomfortable. I can't really explain it, but for me, I just find that really uncomfortable when I thought I'd share. And that's that. Okay. Do you game? Um. No, I play Minecraft. I play GTA on other people's Xboxes. I think I need to get like a gaming PC so I can game. Because right now I'm playing Minecraft on our home computer. Which is kind of slow. I've got to be honest. It didn't work for months, which is complete pain. And I got it to work again recently, but for how long, I don't know. Do you have a job? Yes. I work at a theme park as a cashier. And I don't know how excited I am to go back because I had a bit of a thing with one of my like team leaders and it didn't really end well. It didn't end badly. Like, it's not like it was a messy thing. It's just going to be really awkward to say the least, so, yeah. I got asked for my body count, which I'm not really going to share online because that's really personal and I wish people would stop asking other people that. Someone just said you are less quirky in real life. What does that even mean? I'm not even like quirky on my Instagram. I feel like I'm quirkier in real life than my Instagram is. Because my Instagram is boring right now and in general like okay thanks someone asked if i'd go to fashion week it's not like i'm ever going to be invited but i'd love to i would love to go to like fashion weeks across the world i'd adore it how tall am i five foot five and i wish i was smaller but i also wish i was taller i wish i was about six foot because then i could model and i also wish i was pretty so i could model but I also wish I was smaller because I just don't know. I just feel like when I was smaller, my life was easier. I could nip into crowds more easily. And yeah, basically. But a lot of people like being 5'5", five five, so maybe I should be happy with it, you know? Yeah. And those are the only questions I'm going to answer because I feel like that was a very boring podcast and no one is going to want to listen to it but this is the first thing of fuck I did that it was a get to know me I hope anyone who's listening enjoyed thank you um bye I'll record another one soon first proper one bye